Sponsoring today's episode, Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Good evening, baseball fans. How you doing? Aaron Judge goes back to the Yankees. Does this mean Arson Judge is going to the Giants? I don't know. The Red Sox had a busy day making a couple of signings. Could Bogarts be heading back to Boston? Could the unthinkable happen? My goodness. The Cardinals making a move today, bringing in Wilson Contreras. Jose Quintana going to the Mets. Carlos Correa. It looks like we can cross off a team for him. We got some other news and notes to talk about at the winter meetings. Good evening, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Right around 250 people in the chat. What is going on, everyone? How are we doing? Well, how about that news to start off your day? Uh, We went live last night for, what, three and a half hours? John Heyman tweeting that Arson Judge was going to the Giants, and then it was Aaron Judge going to the Giants. We had people left and right thinking, what the heck is going on right now? Is he going to the Giants? And all of a sudden, everything cooled off, and then nothing happened. And we were live for about three and a half hours, but we had 1,200 people in the chat last night and uh that is awesome so i love how dedicated all of you are i love how excited all of you are to just hear the big news i'll tell you you know since i was a kid um the off season i have said i have you know you can hold me to this i have said for a long time now the off season to me is almost just as exciting as the regular season like we all love watching the game but there's just something about off-season rumors off-season drama you just can't beat it I don't know what it is it's just awesome and when we started hearing everything about Aaron Judge last night it was man it's a rush it's a rush man there's something about another a player going to another team I don't know what it is it's just gives you a rush man gives you a rush but uh, we'll talk about Aaron Judge. We'll break that down. We're going to talk about my Red Sox. Look at Heim Bloom making some moves. Oh my goodness. You got to love it. You got to love it. We'll talk about those two moves as well as maybe Xander Bogarts coming back to Boston. That would be awesome if uh, that could end up happening. I, pff, I have been completely hopeless on it. And all of a sudden, we might have something here. So we'll break that down. Uh, what else are we talking about? We got some Mets news. We got some Cardinals news. We got some Carlos Correa news. We got some other little tidbits. There were a couple stories from last night 
that I did miss. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about all of it. We got about 300 people here in the chat. I want to say thank you to all of you for coming out. And uh, thank you again, you know, to everyone that came out to last night's stream. We got over 100 new subscribers uh, during that three hour stream. Uh, so really greatly appreciated. You guys have been killing it with the super chats lately. You, you don't understand how much I appreciate like anytime anyone drops a super chat. I'm gonna tell you this right now. Every single super chat, anything, you know, I've been making here, putting it right into my savings, man. Cause you know, this is something I, I would love to do full time at one point. Uh, still a long ways away. You know, we still got a lot of work to do to make this a full time thing, but just letting you know, you're, you know, anytime anyone drops a super chat, it is going to a good place. It's not just going me going to Chipotle down the road and picking up something to eat. It's uh, it's definitely going towards something. So you all are, uh, your support is amazing. So thank you. Rob, speaking of a super chat, Robert Wagner with a 499 super chat. Uh, Robbie, what's your thoughts on the Red Sox getting Jansen? Also, Kutch to the, oh, did he go to the Bucks? Oh, I missed that. I missed that. I, I, I'm, I actually just got home from the gym. Uh, I had work all day, went to the gym right after work, and uh, I'm actually just getting home. That's why I just I went live as soon as I could. I got the thumbnail made. I made some graphics, and we just went live as soon as we can. But I'll get into that, Robert. Uh, thank you for that. I did not see that Andrew McCutcheon went to the box, man. Man, look, look at the Pirates, man, bringing in Andrew McCutcheon. I think it's a good move. We'll talk about that. Uh, Damian Grief with another $5 Super Chat here. So excited as a Sox fan for Yoshida and Jansen. Hoping Haim also manages to get Senga. That would be amazing as well. Looks like the odds of getting X back have gone way up today too. Yeah, absolutely. I am stunned. Today's been, you know, we've had a couple of really shocking news. The whole Aaron Judge thing, just absolutely incredible to me. I did not think that was going to happen. I really thought he was a giant. Uh, in my heart of hearts, I thought he was gone. And the Yankees, they came through. And the Yankees just in the past, they've just recently, they've just not come through, you know, with some of these signings, man. So good for them, especially after the whole extension thing, the whole mishandling of that, you know, even during these negotiations, having numbers get out. You know, and Judge was not a big fan of that. And still, they were able to finalize it. Good on the Yankees, man. Good on the Yankees. But uh, thank you for the couple of Super Chats right there. Before I do get started, if anyone is new, think about subscribing down below. Uh, we're on our way to 30K. That is the goal, 30K by opening day. It was the goal by the end of the year. I mean, I don't know. Can we get 2,000 subscribers by the end of this month? I don't know. That might be a bit of a stretch. But I think by opening day, I think we could get there. Uh, everyone, hit that like button for me. That's really going to help this get out there into the algorithm. And uh, hit the bell notification. That way you know I go live every single time. Share the stream. We're partners with SeatGeek here. Use my code HIDE. 20 bucks off your first order. Baseball season is over. But, hey, we got basketball. We got football. We got concerts. There's tickets all over the place. So use my code. You get 20 bucks off. And um, also, if you're into the sports betting game, check out Prize Picks. Use my code Ginger. You get a 100% deposit match. And everyone, we are trying to land Manscaped as a full time sponsor. If you use my code Hide, you get 20% off with the holidays coming up. See if you can find anything that maybe uh, a manly friend in your life would like to have as a gift. They do have some pretty good stuff. I know everyone likes to have Manscaped as a sponsor, but they make some pretty decent stuff. So go check it out. 
Code is Hyde, 20% off. And wow, we got a couple more Super Chats dropping. Joe Hill, $10 Super Chat. With the Tigers in Rebuild 2.0, they haven't done much so far. But hey, at least they went up three spots in the draft. I have faith in Harris going forward. Yeah, the, the Tigers, you know, they got a lot of young players there. I think the Tigers, I think their focus, they're going to add some pieces. They're going to kind of wait for this market to kind of unfold a bit more you gotta remember they're, they're they just need to improve internally they got pieces you know they got Baez last offseason I think they could add another guy um but hey I think honestly they should have just gone for Correa last offseason I don't know they really messed that one up they should have just given that guy the money given him a 10-year deal 330 I don't know 300 whatever but uh, I don't know man I don't know what was up with that. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate the 10 bucks. Modified SMG. I feel like it is impossible for us to sign any superstar player ever these days. Nothing like the 90s. Honestly, think the Giants have to build up that farm that led to 2010, 12, and 14. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a weird thing with the Giants. Uh, I was going to talk about that here in a little bit because they have had some trouble really trying to land some of these guys and uh there's a few big names i'll you know get into that in just a little bit but modified smg completely understand where you're coming from um but yeah you know usually you know building up the farm building up that homegrown talent adding little pieces along the way maybe a, a, a big piece i know the giants have struggled with that but usually that tends to lead to winning ways and hey the giants they had a blueprint there they won three world series in the 2010s so let's see let's see if they can just go back to that I don't know. But we still got a lot of offseason left. They did get Mitch Hanniger, so good for them for getting Mitch Hanniger. All right, everyone, let's get into it. Here we go. The music is ready. The music is ready. I can't believe I remembered to get the music ready. And here we go. Obviously, the big story, Aaron Judge back to the Yankees. I am absolutely shocked. You know, I, I really, listen, I was saying here last night, hey, I was wrong. I mean, hey, I'm wrong a lot, but this one, I really thought he was going. It just felt like it. I'm a big believer when there's smoke, there's fire. And even though Heyman did jump the gun, you know, we had a couple other little reports out there saying it looked like he was going to the Giants. I, I thought he was going. I figured it was just a matter of time. And the Yankees, listen, I think the Yankees at the end of the day, they just fell. If they did not bring him back, it was not gonna not gonna look good for them PR wise. You know, I think fans were already upset, you know, at not being able to win. And when then you don't bring back, you know, your best player. I think all along, Judge wanted to go to New York. I, I, he wanted to stay in New York. Um, the, the give credit to his agent, man. He absolutely finesse the Giants man like he got them you can honestly I mean <laughs> really when you really think about it like he used the Giants as for the Yankees to give him more money it really what it was at the end of the day you know so you can uh <laughs> give a lot of credit you know the that agent is thanking the Giants right now because that agent just made himself a lot of money Right. I know Judge obviously is gonna be making a lot of money, but you know, his agent, man oh man, he just made himself a few big bucks too. Um Yeah, I'm stunned. I mean, that's really the word I have for it. When I saw it this morning, uh I couldn't believe it. 
I couldn't, you know, the first thing I couldn't believe was the fact that I was live last night just waiting for something to happen and then nothing happened. And it's like, of course, right when I get to work this morning, that's when it happens. So I was like, oh, I can't even go live, can't even do anything. But uh, in the end, 360 million over nine years. Uh, the Listen, I think the Yankees needed to hang on to him. I think there was an argument to be made that you could have just used that money and spread it around elsewhere, you know, brought another outfielder or two, bringing in some pitching. I think I think people, I think I was starting to get used to that idea. And I think a lot of other people were starting to kind of think, all right, it looks like Judge might be gone. Let's start focusing on some of these other guys out there, you know. And in the end, the Yankees came through. So looking at their payroll right now, uh, Aaron Judge, obviously, $40 million a year. That is insane, man. I've been watching baseball now for a long time, and I, I have never seen something like this. It's crazy. It's crazy. $40 million a year for all of these years. It's not like, it, it's, not like it's even front-loaded. Oh, my God. Like it, I've never thought I would see this, man. Never thought I'd see it. Uh, Seabass, five bucks. How you doing, my friend? The more time passes, the more I think Swanson is gone. It sucks because I want to keep that World Series team intact as much as possible. Hey, hey, man. Jugs went back to the Yankees. Bogarts and the Red Sox are building momentum. Can the Braves follow suit? You know, I think, I think there's a point where teams, you gotta, like, I understand you don't want to give in to the fans all the time. But if that player is going to be good for you, you know, sure, maybe they end up not being all that great in the last few years of the deal. But if you know that player can play there, pay the man. It's like, you know, I get it. These teams, they're looking at the algorithms. They're looking at the projections. They're looking at, is this going to be worth it? At the end of the day, sometimes... You just have to make the move that is just right when all the way around, you know, at the end of the day, the fans are the ones that are buying the tickets. The fans are the ones that are buying the jerseys. But I think with the Yankees, they just think too, Aaron Judge, at the end of the day, he's going to sell a ton of jerseys. He's going to make you a ton of money. He's the face of the franchise. This is a guy... If he keeps up what he's doing, a, a historic season last year, if he keeps up what he's doing, ends up being really solid for you for the next at least six to seven years, his number will get retired. Who knows? Maybe he has a statue built one day. This is a guy that is going to make you a lot of money, right? He's going to help you win games, but he's going to help sell so much merchandise as well. Um you know, I think in the end, the Yankees, they just thought, all right, we're going to have to pay more than what we really wanted to, but this is something we have to get done. We have to get it done, right? Because there's so much more than just your team being good. There's just so much more on the outside that you got to think about as well. So I think they thought, all right, you know, we're just going to have to make this work. So, but payroll is looking a little thick right now, thick with two C's. 266.4 million is the estimated luxury tax. Now the Yankees do have some money coming off the books next year. Um, we have uh, Josh Donaldson will come off the books. 
Luis Severino will come off the books. Who knows if they bring him back? Uh, Harrison Bader, you know, five million coming off the books. Then you do have some of these other guys. I I would imagine. Who knows? Maybe they bring back Montaz if he ends up being okay. Um, but you got some money coming off the books here. And then, um, you know, you got a club option on Anthony Rizzo <coughs> after 24. So you do have some cash coming off, but this is a lot of money, man, especially when it's going towards three players, you know, Judge, Cole, Stanton, all making over 30 million, man. That is, that's a lot of moolah. But when you're the Yankees, you're the Yankees. You know, you're one of the most profitable franchises in the world, right? It's not just, you know, in the major leagues. Like, they're easily one of the most valuable franchises in the entire world. So, they have the money, man. And they're getting a lot of money with all these TV deals, you know, and so on. They had to do this. They had to do it. Um, listen, I know I was thinking he was going to go to the Giants. I'm surprised the Giants didn't go more. Honestly. I mean, maybe that's a bit of a hot take. I'm surprised the Giants didn't throw more at him. Speaking of, speaking of throwing more at him, the Padres also got in on it. There was a rumor out there that they had offered him $400 million over 10 years. That's what Bob Nightingale was saying. And then um, Ken Rosenthal jumped in and he said, that the Padres did not offer Judge $400 million. Why didn't the Giants do it? Uh, why? I'm just saying, if you really wanted this guy, dude, I don't know, man. I think you should have You should have gone a little... Did they offer more, Isaiah? I don't know. I didn't see any report on that. What, did the, what was the Giants' final offer? Wasn't it 360 That's what I read. I read that the final offer from the Giants was 360. Giants final offer judge. No, they matched it. They matched it. They didn't the Giants didn't beat it. So Oh, we got another super chat coming in. Actually, I think we had a couple more super chats. Oh, we had a couple more here. Uh he struck man. Uh, I said this last night that Juggs would be a Bernie Williams repeat. Also feel bad for the Giants fans. Yeah. Uh, and Robert Wagner, a couple more Super Chats. Appreciate you, my friend. I knew Juggs wouldn't leave. He seems like a lifelong Yankee. That's, I mean, that's what I thought. But I'm thinking, like, what are the Yankees doing here? You know, they're not going to – they're not – they weren't pushing for him. Like, I don't know. It was so weird. Uh, and Robert Wagner, uh, thank you again. Red Sox get Yoshida. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. But, um, yeah, the Giants, if they really wanted him – you, I mean, you really, you should have pushed it. You should have went 380. I'm just saying, if you really wanted the guy, you should have beat it. But the, according to the reports, that was the Giants' final offer was 360, and the Yankees matched it. So that's what I think happened. I think last night, this is, I tweeted about this this morning. You know, I don't think it's anything like groundbreaking by any means. I think a lot of people probably thought this too, but I think just what happened last night was. It looked like a done deal. It looked like a done deal. That's why it was getting reported. It was looking like he was leaning that way. And then the Yankees made a phone call, right? I think they said, hey, hold on a second. We, you know, let's get Hal Steinbrenner in here. Hal Steinbrenner, I'm honestly kind of shocked because that guy 
while the Yan- while the Yankees do have a ton of money, this guy has really kind of been tight on the money too. So I'm kind of surprised he went in and did that. And there actually was some comments uh, today from Brian Cashman. Um, A bleary-eyed Brian Cashman said on Wednesday morning that he had not yet slept, having spent the entire or having spent the previous hours communicating with Judge and agent Paige Odell. Ultimately, the decision to match San Francisco offer was made by managing general partner Hal Steinbrenner, who called Judge directly and asked, do you want to be a Yankee? That's what happened. I think it was a done deal. I think the Giants felt really good about it. I think someone from the camp said something and it looked like, and then I think once Hal Steinbrenner got word of that, he made the phone call, judge picked up the phone and said, do you want to be a Yankee? You know, that's what I think ended up happening. I think it was all but done, but the Yankees, they decided in the end that they wanted to keep him. They decided that they thought it was worth it in the end. I do think at for about five seconds, he was a San Francisco Giant. That's what I think. How Steinbrenner would be the Mariano Rivera of these negotiations, Cashman said. I can't officially say that's happened yet, but hopefully we're in a good spot. So I guess everything is still getting finalized and everything. So very interesting how this all played out. Um, the Yankees really played some hard ball. They really left it go until the uh, the last possible minute that you could let it go to um but in the end Aaron Judge is back so what do you need next if you're the Yankees um you still need improvements you need to still make a couple of moves here you need to do something about the outfield I'm sorry but you know I like Oswaldo Cabrera he could end up being pretty decent I don't know, man. I just think you got to do something different. I think you need... Because it's basically the same team. When you really look at this Yankees team, they're exactly the same. So they're kind of back to what they were. You know? Like, yeah, it was huge bringing Judge back, but you ne- you are back to square one. You need to make some other moves. You need to do something different. This Yankee, This same lineup lost in the playoffs. They got swept by the Astros. Right now, I think I still like the Astros a little better. I'm just saying. Um, that's why, like, if you had taken out Judge and you, if he had gone to the Giants, you could have made some other moves. You could have brought in, like, you know, a couple position players, bringing someone like Nimmo. You could have, you know, brought in Rodon for the rotation, a couple more arms for the bullpen. You really could have given this team a bit of a facelift. Because honestly, this Yankee team, it just, it's just, I felt it was just tiresome. You know, it's kind of like the same old thing with the Yankees all the time. I don't know. I don't know. And then, uh, you know, or if Judge had gone, I, th- I, you could have made a lot of moves. You really could have. You could have brought in a shortstop. You could have made a trade. You could have made a lot of moves and you still, and you would have had a lot of money to spend. So... I don't know. I think the question right now, are the Yankees really that much better? You know, are you going to get the same season next year with Judge? I, I don't, I'll be honest. I don't think so. I think if, he, if he's healthy and everything's fine, yeah, he's going to be really good. But is he going to be this kind of level again? I, I don't think so. 
I don't know. I still, I just don't think the Yankees are really all that much better. That's why I would have been okay with them just going a, a bit of a different route. You know, doing something different because they're just the same Yankees all the time. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see what else they do. I think they could use another outfielder. You know, Oswaldo Cabrera. Could that end up being like a fourth outfielder? Could you dump Aaron Hicks? You know, what do you do with DJ LeMayhew? Volpe, does he come up next year at some point? I think they need a number two. I've been saying this for the last two years. You need a number two. Nestor Cortez, I'm sorry. He was fun last year, but he's not a number two. Garrett Cole, he was not great last year like he was really good but he wasn't great you need something to go with Cole I think Rodon would be perfect that would be a really good one too and then you could have a combination of guys you know but in the end the Yankees they still have work to do and we are just going to have to wait and see what ends up happening like I always say but Let's stay in the American League East. Let's stay in the American League East. And, uh, you know, we got we got a couple more things to talk about here. Aaron Judge, I get it. He was, you know, that was a pretty big thing. Oh, hold on. A couple of super chats here. Jimmy Productions. Uh, Nat's got Thad Ward. Do you know anything about him? Yeah, Thad Ward was pretty good last year in the minor leagues. I think he was just going to end up being more of a depth guy at the end of the day. But I think he gets a chance here. You know, I think he was okay in the minors last year. He's pretty good, but uh, I don't think he was really ever going to make a dent with the Red Sox. So, hey, for the Nationals, I think it was a good pick for them. He was ready to go to the major leagues, but I think the Red Sox just felt they had other guys, you know, they had other guys that they could turn to and uh, we'll get to one of them in just a second. But uh, thank you for that. Uh, William Kinney, two bucks, Swanson to Cubs, number one channel. What is that? What is that? Are you saying my channel is number one? If that's what you're saying, thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, Dansby Swanson to the Cubs. That'd be huge. I mean, the last thing we had heard, the Cubs were maybe even looking at a couple of shortstops. We'll talk about one of these shortstops in, uh, in just a second. Robert Wagner. Uh, think about this, Robbie. If he averages 30 home runs each of each year of the contract, he would have around 500 career home runs. Uh, with the co- Yeah, it would be worth it. Absolutely. Um he just he just has to stay healthy. We we have not seen a big guy like this before. What is he going to be like down the stretch? What is he going to be like down the stretch? I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. But uh there is the super chat. Thank you Robert Wagner. Oh, we got another super chat coming in. Justin Florian, anything on the picture the O's took in the Rule 5 draft? Um who did they take? I saw the Rule 5 draft happened. I didn't quite look at everything. I did see Thad Ward. So I, I was uh, that one caught my eye. Uh, I saw Noah Song as well going to the Phillies. That was an interesting one. Noah Song is interesting because this is a guy, he's uh, he's committed to the military or the Air Force right now. So had good stuff though. Had good stuff. I was, and I'm kind of sad that he ended up not really being able to do anything. But I can understand it from the Red Sox point of view because it's just like, when is this guy ever going to be able – is he going to be able to ever be there, you know? Um, but for the Orioles, uh, Andrew Politi, I had I'd seen his name. I don't think there was really 
a whole lot going on with him with the Red Sox in their system. Uh, I don't even think he was a top 30. I, I had seen his name on like SoxProspects.com. Um, but I, I've never really looked too much into him. Let's see. But yeah, I've read about him on Sox Prospects. So here is the scouting report. I'm just honoring the super chat, everyone. Sorry about that. I, we're going to move on here, but I got to honor the super chats. So thank you for those. Um, so on Sox Prospects, you know, they're saying, you know, fastball, you know, in the you know, mid-90s, 93, 95, has a slider, uh, you know, a bit more of a cutter in a way, curveball. Uh, vertical movement, 12 to 6 shape. He just seems like he could be a pretty decent guy. He just seemed like he was kind of middle of the road with the Red Sox. He had good numbers, but it just seemed like he wasn't really breaking through with them. If you look, he had 63 strikeouts and 56 innings. So there was probably something that the Red Sox weren't quite... They probably saw him as more of like a depth guy. He's had good success, but they, I think they were kind of looking at his stuff. And uh, they probably thought, I don't know. He was more of a depth guy, I think, in the end. Noah Song, I think, is a bit more intriguing. Um, because that guy has a pretty high ceiling. As for uh, Politi, I don't know if there's really a whole lot of ceiling for him. I think he could end up being a decent piece in your bullpen. But uh, that's pretty much it, I think. He could end up helping out. So, But Dave Dombrowski did know him, obviously, from his time with the Red Sox. Uh, he was drafted in 2018. So, but yeah, Dave Dombrowski, man. Dave Dombrowski. Uh, let's get to our next story here. Let's get to our next story. And my Red Sox making some moves today. Actually, you know what? Hold on just one second. Hold on just one second. I have to do something. Hold on. Oh, I just had to get myself a uh, celebratory ginger ale uh, because the Red Sox, they're making moves. And that's a, uh, that's a cheers for me. Mmm, delicious. It tastes like a World Series, if you ask me. Oh, my. The Red Sox making some moves. Jansen and Yoshida coming to Boston who cares about Aaron Judge? You know why? Because what good is Aaron Judge going to be when Kenley Jansen is striking him out left and right in the ninth inning? Oh, my. Let me drink to that again. Mmm. Mmm. Delicious. Oh, my. Kenley Jansen is our new closer. I am excited about that. I really wanted Kenley Jansen. I didn't think the Red Sox would ever go after someone like that. Listen, Kenley Jansen, I get it. He's had his moments in the postseason. But this guy has been a really good closer. Could he end up coughing something up in the postseason for the Red Sox? Very possible. But after looking at last year, after looking at how the Red Sox bullpen was last year, this guy has been just really solid every single year. And you know, it's funny because I was looking at Kenley Jansen. And uh, he, I was looking at his advanced numbers on StatCast. 
And, you know, he still is really doing well. I'm looking at all these reds and I'm like, man, Heim Bloom, he's got to know about this. He has to know how Jansen is, man. Average exit velocity is still really good. Hard hit percentage is still really good. Bloom tends to go after these guys who don't give up hard hit balls. I think Jansen is going to be a really solid closer. That is who the Red Sox needed. They needed a guy. I just didn't think he was going to pay him because Heim Bloom, he has been, when it comes to bullpen guys, he has paid like a little bit. He gave uh, Matt Barnes an extension. But when it comes to free agents, he hasn't really gone out there and gotten any big names. And I just didn't think he would pay him. But here he is. I'm stoked. I absolutely love this move, especially after watching this bullpen last year. You didn't know who the closer was. You had no idea. Now, it is guaranteed that Garrett Whitlock will be in this rotation. I'm absolutely excited about that. Uh... This bullpen, whatever, say what you want about my Red Sox, but this bullpen is looking really good right now. He has made some significant uh, signings. Jansen, Chris Martin, you brought in Jolie Rodriguez to take over Matt Strom's role in the bullpen, basically. They really could use another lefty here, but I love that Matt Barnes is going into middle relief. Chris Martin in the setup role. I love it. Absolutely love this bullpen. This is fantastic. Heim Bloom. Cheers to you, my friend. Oh, yeah. It tastes like a World Series. And here we go. I love this. Masataka Yoshida, man. I don't know what the heck this guy is going to do. This guy could be a complete bust. But you know what? I've watched some good video on Yoshida, man. He reminds me of that Dustin Pedroia kind of swing. You know? He just has that aggressive swing. This dude is an on-base machine. Was an on-base machine in Japan. Oh, my God. This guy was one of the best on-base guys in Japan. Not going to hit for a lot of power, but I think this could be a guy. He gets on base for you. He makes a lot of contact. That's one thing about him is he makes a ton of contact. All of a sudden, this Red Sox lineup even without Bogarts here, it just looks a little better here. Now, the outfield is looking a lot better. You got uh, Yoshida now in left field, Verdugo in right. You got Kike back in center. Hopefully a good year of health for Kike Hernandez. Now, the big question. The big question. As much as I love these moves, uh, as much as I love the moves, you know, Yoshida, great in Japan. I'm really excited to see what he can do. I do think he can have a lot of success over here because he just makes a lot of contact and he can hit for some pretty decent power. Not He's not going to be a home run kind of a guy. More, you know, maybe like 10 to 20 home runs. But he's a guy, is a really good eye at the plate. I think he's going to have success here. I could see maybe like a Hideki Matsui, maybe a little less than Matsui, but I think he has that potential I'm excited about it. The bullpen is looking fantastic. I think they need another starter. I know I'm kind of like going crazy here. You're on like a shopping spree, but they need someone for this rotation. Chris Sale, I don't trust the guy. I think you need to have Sale be just like 
the number two or three. I don't know. Like, I, I just think if you can bring in another guy for this rotation and just take that load off of sale, just kind of let him just pitch. You know what I mean? Instead of just having to have so much on his shoulders. They need another starter, man. If they can go... I don't know what kind of a guy they're going to land. They said they're looking for number twos. Dude, if they could land someone big... Oh, man. Like, I know this is a pipe dream. It's not going to happen. Somehow, if you could get someone like a Shane Bieber, it's not going to happen because the Guardians wouldn't give him up. But, man. Oh. If they can just get someone at that level, it's going to be tough to do, but... That would be awesome. I don't see it, though. I could see them adding. If I'm looking at the remaining free agents, if I'm looking at the remaining starters, I do think Corey Kluber could end up coming to Boston. They've been connected with him this offseason. They've been connected with him the past two offseasons. Uh, I could see someone like a Ross Stripling, maybe a Chris Bassett. He's a guy that will be consistent. So I could see Bloom looking towards him. I think the Red Sox will end up getting... One of these guys. Now, if all of a sudden they emerge as a as an option for Carlos Rodon, oh my. I will, if they, I'll tell you this right now. If the Red Sox somehow sign Carlos Rodon and it happens like live, dude, I will rip my jersey off. I will run around outside while live. You will hear me outside my window just screaming at the top of my lungs. It, I would go, I'd go absolutely nuts. I'd go nuts. I'd go nuts. Don't think they're going to go after Rodon. I just don't think that is the guy that Bloom is, especially, with, I don't know. Could he? I don't know, man, because I think he's been feeling it. I think he's been feeling it from the fans. He. I don't know if he's seen any of my tweets. I've been going out there and I'm thinking like, I'm just saying stuff like, Bloom, what the heck are you doing? My goodness. I've been I've been putting I've been putting gifts of like big uh, Big Bird knocking down the door, you know, saying that was gonna be Heim Bloom's you know personal suite. I'm gonna go knock down his door and think you know see what the heck he's doing, you know. I put another gif last night of uh of the uh of, of Shia LaBeouf from Even Stevens just screaming at the top of his lungs because it's like it's like Bloom, come on, like I get it, you're you're working here, but you gotta do something. I don't know. Um, and there is also Waka, too. I see you in the chat. You know, Waka, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Waka. I just, I don't know. I just don't think Waka, I think Waka benefited a lot from the shift last year. If you look at the numbers, they shifted a lot for him last year. And they're not going to have the shift this year. So, I don't know if I really like Waka. I wouldn't mind Waka coming back as like a, a depth guy, but I don't think that guy saves your rotation. A healthy Carlos Rodon would be amazing. Don't think that's what they do. I could see someone like Stripling, Kluber, or Bassett. That's what I think they they could end up doing. So we'll just have to wait and see. But let's stick with the Red Sox here. We got some news. Dude, I hope this breaks like during this stream. I hope it does. Xander Bogarts and the Red Sox could be building some momentum. Oh my. Let's take a look here. And also with Yoshida, 
I forgot to mention it was a five-year deal, 90 million guaranteed. It has no opt-outs. And I, this is a record for a position player from Japan. Saya Suzuki had a five-year 85. He just got posted yesterday. I think the Red Sox, this felt like a, this felt like they had been on him from the beginning and they were just waiting to strike. I wonder what the next offer was. I really wonder that. Like, wh- what was the next one? I don't know. Who was the runner-up for this? I really hope we find that out. Because I do think the Red Sox came in with a really aggressive offer. Because this is a record-setting deal for a position player from Japan. So, I do think, honestly, they came in and they were just... They said, all right, once Judge is gone, we're getting this guy now. Like, I don't... I think they... It's very possible their offer could have been... Who knows? 10, 15, maybe $20 million better than the next team. It just kind of feels like that, you know? Also, uh, it just kind of dawned on me. Obviously, t- uh, Yoshida is from Japan. I left out another guy here. He's not, I'm a, I'm an out of sight, out of mind kind of guy. If I don't see the name, I completely forget about it. But you got Senga too. Senga has a lot of upside. I wonder if that's what Bloom, Bloom wants upside, I wonder if he thinks that would be worth it, you know, because he is probably going to get himself a decent contract. I wonder how far Bloom will go there. I would love, I would like it. I would love the upside of someone like that. That guy's got nasty stuff, throws hard. He hasn't really shown that he can throw. He hasn't started, I think, more than 26 times in Japan. I think that's the most starts he's had. I could be wrong on that, at least recently. Um... But I wouldn't mind Senga at all. I mean, honestly, if you could get Senga and maybe another, and bring in Waka, you know, bring him back, I'd be okay with that. Or bring in Senga and maybe like Kluber. I think I, I kind of want someone that you know you can rely on. Like, you know, they've been here, done that. Like, Kluber would be nice. I wouldn't mind that. Or Bassett. But Bassett wants... I think, what did it, what was it that he, I think he said that he wanted a four-year deal. Would the Red Sox be willing to go four? I don't know. But I could totally see Stripling or Kluber. I could see Stripling probably getting like a two-year deal or three, maybe. And then Kluber, you could do like a one-year deal, maybe a two-year deal with an option. So, uh, but let's move on here. The Red Sox, this, we have not heard anything all day. The Red Sox have momentum with Xander Bogarts. Now, they had made some comments last night where Boris, he had, you know, he was saying some pretty good things about Red Sox ownership, you know, saying that, you know, these guys want to win. You know, he was not really saying anything bad about them. He was kind of showing them respect. And all of a sudden here, there's momentum according to Peter Abraham. That was at 1:15 p.m. at 11:40 a.m. Uh, Abraham said that they were meeting this morning and John Heyman, even though John Heyman definitely, you know, kind of flubbed it last night with Aaron Judge, um, said that they were in heavy discussions. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to think. You know, could this be the Red Sox last attempt at Bogarts? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. John Lester 
before he went to the Cubs, John Henry flew out to go meet with John Lester. He literally went and met with him. So could this be similar? Could this be a, a very similar thing where the Red Sox at the last minute are trying to make something happen? Kind of like what the Yankees did, you know, with Judge. Are the Red Sox doing a similar approach? Because we've been hearing Bogarts' name in the rumor mill a lot this week. We've seen him connected with the Padres, the Diamondbacks, the Cubs. So did the Red Sox feel that maybe Bogarts was getting close to a deal? And they decided, all right, we're going to go make one last push. But they did this with John Lester back in 2015, or after 2014. They made one last push. And they didn't get him. So, I don't know what to think. This could go either way. Actually, let me see here. I think, hold on. Flies out to meet... Lester. Yeah. So this was, uh, <laughs> yeah. I remember reading this. Man, look at John Lester in that Oakland A's uniform. Yeah, this is what happened before he ended up signing with the Cubs. Uh, Robert Wagner, again, with a 499. Thought I saw the contract could be up to 105 million because they paid 15 million to his team in Japan. Oh, that too. Yeah, they had to pay a fee. So, yeah, they will have to pay that. So, yeah, good call, Robert Wagner. Absolutely. Uh, But, yeah, John Lester, this is what happened before he ended up signing with the Cubs. Uh, He flew to the Atlanta area for a one-on-one meeting with John Lester. So, I think he flew out to his ranch or something like that. Um, You know, saying that the Red Sox were... Look, Look how similar this is. With Bogarts, look how similar. I remember I got a lot of hope that maybe the Red Sox could get it done. I think the Red Sox ended up offering him, was it like 140 or something? I can't remember what their final offer was. Uh, Red Sox final offer, John Lester. See, we always see the the four-year, $70 million deal. Oh, here it was. The Red Sox final offer to John Lester was, I think it was one, I think they said 135. Where is it in this article? Yeah, the Red Sox final offer for Lester was six years, 135 million. So what could it what could the final offer be for Bogarts? He said Lester said he would have accepted 120 if it was in spring. If they had offered him 120 in spring training. I don't know. It's given me these same kind of vibes because when John Henry flew out to meet Lester, it felt like they were going to get it done. And then all of a sudden the same thing is happening with Bogarts. I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm not. I'm not getting my hopes up because I just showed you all this happened with Lester. Heavy discussions. I don't know. That sounds similar to me. You know, John Henry trying to come in at the last minute, trying to like almost like a, uh, you know what it kind of gives me vibes of? Like when you're going to buy a car, right? 
You're talking with the salesman. You're going back and forth on numbers. You can't come up with a deal. You stand up, you know, offer a handshake. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to go to Honda down the road. I'm going to go see what they got. And then the owner kicks in the door like that fish on SpongeBob. And he's like, whoa, 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 hold on a second. Let's, let's talk here. That's how, that's what it reminds me of. John Henry is literally that fish from SpongeBob that kicks open the door. And he says, what does he say? What is that quote? He's like, what does he say? Like, oh, oh boy, oh boy, am I hungry? Or what is it? I can't remember that quote. It was really funny. It makes me laugh every time. But that is John Henry. Oh, that's what it is. Chris, rev up those fryers because I am hungry. (laughs) That's John Henry every single time. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. But the last that we heard from this was this afternoon. See, I even put this little gif here. I'm taking a seat. I'm watching. I want to see what happens here. We'll have to wait and see, but momentum was building. Um, was there anything happening here? We had some uh, tweets here. Latest on the twins from Ken Rosenthal. Oh, here, oh, we got something on Bogarts right here. Six teams still need a shortstop, and they're all talking to Bogarts now. Red Sox, Padres, Cubs among them. Dude. Is this going to be John Lester all over again? It's going to be John Lester all over again, isn't it? Where I'm seeing you in the chat. AJ Arone, Sox showing interest in Swanson. I haven't seen that. I don't think so, man. I mean, I could be wrong. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. I'm wrong. All right. Well, okay, we got some other news here. Thank you, AJ Arone. I'm, I'm surprised about that. Wait a minute. Is this one of those fake accounts? This is... Who is... This isn't a fake account, right? Who is this? <laughs> who is that? Mark Bowman? He's a, oh, he's, okay, so he's a beat writer. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. I, I I always I don't want to get fooled by like fake accounts. Okay, he's good. All right, awesome. Okay, cool. I got. I always <laughs> Sneersh. No, you can't say that, dude. Sneersh. He's not a thumb. He is not a thumb. Don't do that. He's. <laughs> oh, no. You can't call him a thumb, dude. <laughs> Oh, anyway, he says, <laughs> oh, oh, man, I'm not, I'm trying to be professional. Mark Bowman, I'm sure you're an am- amazing guy, man. Dude. Oh, okay. I got to get myself together. The Red Sox, <laughs> man, dude, you can't call people a thumb, dude. <laughs> no. Mark Bowman, Cubs, Cardinals, Twins, and the Red Sox showing interest in Swanson. I'm actually surprised about that. Really, I'm pretty surprised about that because for the, to me, here's the thing. Because let's say the Red Sox bring in Swanson, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Red Sox fans would be happy about it. But he's not Xander Bogarts. So it's like, is that really 
going to be you know is that gonna go over i don't know like I, of course they wouldn't boo dansby swanson of course i wouldn't i would i would like dansby swanson um i think the fans want bogarts back i don't know but it is interesting to see that we'll have to wait and see what ends up happening i would be happy with swanson if we don't get bogarts and we end up getting swanson sure very good defense i would love that story and swanson up the middle that's great defense up the middle i will say i will say if they did bring in swanson to play shortstop the red sox defense would be incredibly better now offensively swanson just had his best season offensively so you know if we look at hold on a second let me go let me go here let's go back so this is a i think this is an interesting debate swanson and bogarts were basically neck and neck last year like when you look at the overall game swan uh, bogarts had the better offense but swanson by far had the better defense so one thing with swanson now if we go to Statcast. Uh, what are we doing? Oh, hold on. I'm typing stat cast. So Bogart's, his advanced numbers had gone down a little bit. His average exit velocity did go down. His max exit velocity was still there, but his barrels and his exit velocity were down. Now Swanson, on the other hand, His average exit velocity and the barrels were better. Now, funny enough, the uh, the arm strength <laughs> was actually a lot was less than Bogarts. So, uh, Braves have acquired right-hander Joe Jimenez. So, there's a little bit of news right there. But uh, Bogarts on Statcast, the Statcast did like him. 88 are in the top 12% on outs above average. Swanson was at the very top. He was the best defensive shortstop last year. Um, Bogarts sw uh, swung and missed less than Swanson. Swanson had the better chase rate, but Swanson struck out more than Bogarts. And Bogarts walked more. So they kind of go back and forth with things. I think it's really you can kind of take your pick, honestly. I would prefer Swanson when it came to the defense. I mean, he was so good defensively last year. Bogarts was fine. I'm not saying Bogarts was bad. So, but Swanson, he was on another level. Um, but here's the difference. Here's the difference. Bogarts, when it comes to Swanson and Bogarts, Xander has played in Boston his whole career he can handle it Swanson on the other hand I don't know I'm sure he could but we know Bogarts can play there so that's a thing that is a thing that's not something that pops up on the stat sheet Cesar Villarreal you make a good point he is two years younger I don't know I wonder if the Red Sox go after Swanson hard 
Could you imagine that they end up offering Swanson more money than Bogarts? I think Swanson is going to end up getting a, a bigger deal. Unless, could Swanson end up... Here's an interesting thing. This kind of just came up in my head. Now, here's the thing with Swanson, right? He kind of just had a breakout year. Okay? He just had his best year. He hadn't really had a year like this coming into this. He was good. 2019, he was a two-win player. 2020, he was really good in 2020. Um, 2021 in that World Series year, his offense was, his slash line was not amazing. He had 27 homers. Last year, his offense was good. But my point is, is he has not had this kind of a year before. Could, now I think this is unlikely, but could Dansby Swanson take the route of Carlos Correa did, that the, uh, that Correa did last year take a, like a short term deal have like an have an opt out in there and maybe go back out maybe the Red Sox would maybe offer him like a lot of a, a lot of money for one year or maybe like a th- like same contract with Correa could the Red Sox do that if Swanson the reason I'm suggesting that is because I wonder how teams feel about Swanson because he did just have a breakout year. So, but do teams feel like he can keep that up? So maybe they're not going they're not going as hard for Swanson possibly. So, I don't know, just a thought. I wonder if I think maybe that's why maybe the Red Sox are trying to see if he would be interested in the in a Carlos Correa type contract. You know, three-year deal, but you have an opt-out after one year. You know, that way he can go out onto the market again next year, right? It would be kind of like a a bet on yourself kind of a year. You know, you're not really getting the offer that you're looking for. Go play one year. Does well, you know, then, hey, you know. But but he could do a three-year deal. And if he ends up not playing very well, he could always just opt back in to the deal like Correa opted out but Swanson could if he ends up not playing well next year he can opt in and then he still has two years to play well and then he'll still be you know 30 he'll be 32 you know Bogarts right now is 30 so I don't know I wonder I wonder if Swanson could do that I could see the Red Sox doing something like that so Damian Grief two dollar super chat Xander or Swanson, Sox still need another bat too. Yeah, I agree. I still think the Red Sox need to lengthen this lineup. Um, If I'm looking here again at the Red Sox lineup, they do need a little bit more length. So I think Story, you're kind of hoping he can bounce back. He was very hot and cold last year. Uh, You're hoping Cassis can really have a good rookie season. Kike can bounce back. Um, I do think, you know, they definitely could add another piece you know what I really would love I would really love to, for them to bring back Christian Vasquez I really would I think he would be really good just for the morale of this team um I think that would be a big pickup you know and he's gonna bring value you know 
I hope they bring back Christian Vasquez. So we'll have to wait and see what ends up happening. The Xander Bogart sweepstakes keep getting just more and more interesting. Uh, but let's move on here. We had some other moves today. Uh, speaking of Christian Vasquez, we had, you could say, the top catcher on the market. Maybe not the best defensive catcher on the market, but a very good offensive one in Wilson Contreras. The Cardinals get their man. They have been linked to Wilson Contreras for a long, long time. And uh, they have finally moved on from the Yadier Molina era. And we have a new era, Wilson Contreras at catcher. And the Cardinals lineup all of a sudden is looking really good. Now, defensively, Wilson Contreras is not going to be amazing. He'll do enough for you. What the heck just happened there? Uh, he'll do enough for you defensively, but he's not going to be, you know, someone like a Christian Vasquez, you know. But offensively, you know he's going to bring something to the table. So I do like this move overall for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, what else is there to say? I mean, he's staying in the division. It's a perfect move. I mean, you know. It's not he, all he's going to have to do is really just get used to, you know, these new pictures. But I wonder, I think the Cardinals could end up being maybe a good fit for him because maybe they can find some ways to help him improve defensively. So I like the move overall. I think for the Cardinals, they were already a good team. They're just adding more length to this lineup. And if you can get Tyler O'Neill to bounce back next year, get back to that 2021 form, you know, Dylan Carlson maybe take a step forward. This lineup could be really good. So, the Cardinals, man, they got a lot of upside. I like it. I like what the Cardinals did here with Wilson Contreras. Now, as for the Cubs, on the other hand, hey, they've been linked to someone like Christian Vasquez. They've been connected with him, uh, you know. But now, what I do find interesting about this uh, with Wilson Contreras going to the Cardinals is now you can count the Cardinals out of the uh of the Sean Murphy sweepstakes so now Sean Murphy I would imagine is probably going to land either with the Guardians or the Rays that's where I think he's going to land because he's expensive but those two teams have the prospects so the Cardinals were a popular pick for Sean Murphy in the end but uh hey they got their catcher now. So let's move on here. Next story. Let's uh, stick with kind of the St. Louis Cardinals in a way, but a former teammate uh, or a former St. Louis Cardinal. Sorry. Oh, we got a super chat. Robert Wagner, 499. Robbie saw a report that the Red Sox might trade for Votto as the DH. And Miami wants Xander. Where the heck is that coming from? What? I don't want Joey Votto. Unless they pick up a bad contract? What is where is that coming from? I'm not seeing that at all. I don't know about that one. I don't I don't know because you already got Eric Hosmer. You know, what do you do about Eric Hosmer? The only way I could see the Red Sox bringing in Joey Votto is if they get prospects with him. That that's that's it, man. I, I don't think they're gonna go after Joey Votto. Now Xander Bogarts for the Marlins. 
I haven't seen the Marlins connected with them. I mean, is there any any news? I don't know. I'm not seeing it. I mean, the Marlins need bats. <laughs> well, but will they pay them? I don't know. It would be a very interesting signing if the if the Marlins end up getting Xander Bogarts. I haven't seen the Marlins connected with him though. It's interesting. But hey, they really could use his bat. Absolutely. Uh, Robert Wagner, thank you for the 499 super chat, my friend. You are amazing. Uh, Brian's World, just subscribe. Brian's World, thank you, my friend. But uh, speaking of the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, now an ex St. Louis Cardinal going to the Mets. And this was actually in my free agent predictions. I actually had the Mets getting Jose Quintana. Now I haven't got a lot of those right, but hey. I will take my victory lap where I can. And I really like this for the Mets. They really needed another guy. Um, does this knock them out of the Carlos Rodon sweepstakes? Maybe. I mean, I still think they could add another guy, but I really like Quintana because this guy really seemed like he figured it out last year. He was really good. Really liked him a lot. Some advanced numbers were good with him too. Um, I like it. I think the Mets needed another lefty. And all of a sudden, this rotation looks pretty decent. Verlander, Scherzer, Quintana, Carrasco, Peterson. I still think they could add another guy. Keep an eye out. So I think there is room here to add a little bit more depth. So you've added Verlander. You've added Quintana. Honestly, right there, I mean, Verlander, when, it, when you look at Fangraph War, you've already improved your team replacing Verlander with DeGrom. So... Quintana as well. I like it. I like the move. I think it's a great move. I'm a big fan of Jose Quintana, um, but I still think the Mets could add someone. Are they out of the Carlos Rodon sweepstakes? I don't know. Could they still go after someone like a Jamison Tyone? I still think that's possible. Or maybe an upside guy in a Kadai Senga. Maybe. I don't think the Mets are done. I still think they need to add pitching. They still have work to do. They need to add, I think, a bat somewhere in here, especially with what's going on with Brandon Nimmo. I actually do have a report on that. Um, but let's uh, also on Jose Quintana. It's a two-year, $26 million deal. I think that's a solid move. But uh, according to the reports, like I'm saying here, I think the Mets need to add another picture. But that is confirmed here with a report uh, from Joel Sherman that they are looking to add another starter. Uh, Kadai Senga, Ross Stripling have been a couple of names that have popped up with the Mets. So keep an eye out for that as well. But there's also, hey, don't forget about Seth Lugo. He's getting some new, uh, some attention as well. Um, the Red Sox were showing some interest in Lugo yesterday. Angels, Nationals, Dodgers have shown some interest in him. Could he end up going back to the Mets? I don't know. Uh, but teams are viewing him as a starting pitcher. So even though he did do better in the bullpen. But here's what's going on with Brandon Nimmo. The Mets have remained in contact with Boris on Nimmo. But Anthony DeComo reports that there is general pessimism among many in the organization about the team's chances of re-signing him. Well, now we can take the Yankees out of the equation. Now that they got, well, I don't know. I Could they still go get Brandon Nimmo? Maybe. I, I still think that could be a pretty good move. Left-handed on base bat. You can put him out in left field. So I think it's possible, but there is a lot of interest out there for Brandon Nimmo. So I don't know. Uh, Billy Epler 
was using terms like get creative and opportunistic when dealing with further transactions. Could that, I mean, you know what that sounds like? That sounds like Kadai Senga. Get creative, opportunistic. Sounds like a Kadai Senga. Um, the Mets also acquired Brooks Rayleigh. He was pretty good last year. 2.68 ERA over 60 games. Good move for the bullpen. 2.74 FIP. Good strikeout to walk, uh, walk ratio. Love that move. Low-key move. They needed to add a guy for this bullpen. Really love that. Great move. A, a low-key move. Um, so, what was the trade there exactly? So, you got uh, Keyshawn Askew. Has this been posted on baseball trade values? Did baseball trade values get another trade right? This website still gets a lot of hate, man. What I don't know why. I don't. What else do they have to prove? Here it is. Oh, what do you know? Another approved trade from baseball trade values. Even though people still go on Twitter and say, "Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't put a lot of stock into that website." I don't think they really know what they're talking about over there. Even though they have a uh, right around a 95% acceptance rate in their simulator. No, they're not going to get it done all the time. They're not going to get it right all the time. But it's the best one out there. I'm just saying. And do, do you think do you think John John Bitzer of Baseball Trade Values is just coming up with random numbers? No, these are actual algorithms and the way the way major league baseball teams value players, at least a lot of them value them. There's always going to be, you know, wiggle room when it comes to valuing players, but baseball trade values, they're pretty good at it. And here's another trade that was accepted by their model, but the Mets are staying busy, making some moves, getting Brooks Raley, bringing in a Jose Quintana. They're looking to add more starting pitching. I think they, uh, they need to do something about, Brandon Nimmo, what do you end up doing there? Do you bring him back? Do you go into another bat? I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, we had another super chat come in. Uh, Riva Sarah, thirteen twenty three. Your boy Tyone already signed with the Cubs, and uh, actually, um, I was gonna get to that here. And, you know, my, let me. You know, since you just did the super chat, let's get caught up on a couple of deals from yesterday. Uh, Jamison Tyone going to the Cubs. Good move. Good move. The uh, the Cubs really needed to add some starting pitching. Uh, they do not have a lot of depth there, but I really do like the move a lot for the Cubs. I like Jamison Tyone. He's going to be a solid, you know, middle of the rotation guy for you. So you got Stroman, you got Tyone. You know, they need more though. They're definitely not done. Could they end up getting Senga? I think Senga could be a really good option. Um, some upside. I think that could be a pretty good move. Uh, the Phillies. Signing Taiwan Walker. I predicted him to go to the Dodgers, and the Dodgers were in on Taiwan Walker, according to John Heyman when he was discussing it yesterday. But a big deal for Taiwan Walker going into the Phillies rotation. Big move. Man, look at that. So you got Nola, you got Wheeler, you got Walker, you got Suarez, you got Falter. I mean, what's going on with Evaldi? Evaldi's still out there too? I don't know. I'm not hearing anything on Evaldi right now. He was pretty hot in the news a little over a week ago, and now we haven't heard anything about him. Taiwan Walker going to the Phillies. It's kind of a surprising move in a way. 
I just did, I did not expect the Phillies to do that, you know? But hey, look at that. But I mean, in a way, Walker basically replaces Eflin, you know? When it comes to Taiwan Walker, uh, pretty good numbers last year. Pretty good numbers. But uh, I'm not a big fan of the advanced numbers. He doesn't walk a whole lot of guys. He gets guys to chase. But I don't know. I've never really been enamored with Taiwan Walker. I think he's fine at the back end of the rotation. I do feel like this is a pretty big contract for him. I, I did not think he was going to get this much. So on the payroll, uh, Walker is going to be getting $18 million per season. So let's actually go to Taiwan Walker. If we're looking at the value. I mean, he was worth 20 million last year. So, but in 2021, he was only worth 11 million. So, I don't know. Like, walk, I just, I don't know. That's why I, I, I was a little surprised. I feel like they gave a bit for him. You know, when you're looking at it, you know, 31 million divided by two. You know, I was thinking he was going to get like anywhere from 14 to 16 million per. He ended up getting 18 per. Sounded like the Phillies just really wanted to add a starting pitcher because they didn't get Eflin back. So, that's what I think it really was. But, hey, Walker, I think he'll be fine back into the rotation for the Phillies. You know? I don't think he's going to make them, like, that much better. I would have rather had Eflin, to be completely honest. But, uh, hey, you know, it is what it is. Uh, But the Phillies were also closing in on Matt Strom. Really liked that move. Strom was a good lefty for the Red Sox last year. They basically replaced him with Jolie Rodriguez. But Strom, he's going to bring you some velocity. I like it. You know, anytime you can get a guy who has a bit of velocity from the left side, you know, he's hard to read a bit. I liked Strom a lot last year. There were points where uh, the Red Sox were thinking maybe Strom, you know, could be the closer. Or at least a lot of fans were thinking that. They never went to him as the closer. But I feel like he could have been the guy there. I feel like he could have been the closer for the Red Sox. He was pretty good. Uh, Gates of above, $5 super chat. Walker is good in the first half of the year, and then he falls off in the second half. I think it's just because when you look at the numbers, my personal thing is just teams just start to figure him out. Like, I don't think he's really... He's got a fastball. He's got he's got different pitches. He can mix and match. But he doesn't have amazing stuff, I think, personally. If we're looking at his... He has a good splitter. That is one thing about Walker. He's got a really good splitter. Had a negative 14 run value last year, but everything else, the cutter was okay. Curveball was fine. But uh, the splitter was really his pitch. So I feel like teams kind of just started to figure him out a little bit. So that's what I think. It's a long season, first half, you know, maybe teams, they get a a look or two against you. Maybe now that you're not going to be playing the same teams as much in the division, you're going to be playing you know every single team at least once. Maybe that could end up helping him out. Possibly. So we'll have to wait and see. But we do have one other story to talk about. I find it very interesting. And uh, hey, we're talking about shortstops here with Xander Bogarts. But uh, it's looking like... It's looking like Carlos Correa. We can cross off a team for Carlos Correa. And, uh, I mean, we already heard this. We already heard this before. But uh, it's looking like the Dodgers are definitely out on Correa. Um, 
So I'm not really too surprised about that because you had the whole, you know, you had the whole cheating scandal thing. But here's the thing. Come on. Other teams were doing it too. It wasn't just the Astros. Can we just stop it? But, um, but yeah, they're, uh, they're out on Carlos Correa. So you can, de- even though Trey Turner is gone, uh, they will not be pursuing Carlos Correa. Um, they just think there's going to be a lot of uh, backlash from the fans. So they're not even going to try it. So, you know, not surprised. I mean, we kind of saw this like a, about a few weeks ago saying the Dodgers were a little hesitant on pursuing Correa. So this is really nothing different. I think it's just has a little bit more weight now because Trey Turner ended up going to the Phillies. So the Dodgers have a bit of a hole there. So I'm not really surprised about this one. So, but yeah, we'll have to see where Correa goes. Will Correa end up going to the Giants? They were connected with Correa. According to uh, Carlos Baerga, he was the one that uh, had the inside scoop on Justin Verlander to the Mets. He also was saying last night that the Giants were talking to Carlos Correa. Uh, I mean, here's the thing now, you know, before I get out of here, here's the thing now. Let's talk Giants. What is up with the Giants not being able to land these guys? I don't know. They got Hanniger. You know, they, they can get guys like that. They can get guys like Hanniger, Peterson. They can make trades. They can draft. But they never, ever, ever land any of these big names. Giancarlo Stanton. He would not waive his no-trade clause to go to San Francisco. Bryce Harper. he Bryce Harper said the reason that he did not want to go there was because he didn't know where the Giants were at, you know, kind of rebuilding, you know, trying to really get back into contention. Um, so Harper talked about that on the, I think it was the Barstool Sports podcast. So he did say that. So I do, I do think that is a bit of a reason of why players aren't really like too enamored with going there. Um, I'm just surprised. You know, I I think it's just, is it just bad luck for the Giants? You know, Stan and Harper, you could say, well, they weren't really quite sure what the Giants were really doing. They wanted to go to teams that were, you know, competitive. Could it have to do with the high tax over there? I don't know. Could that be a significant reason? You know, there's a lot of tax. You know, I know there was in New York too, but taxes in California are higher than New York, I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what it is with the Giants, um, why they can't really ever seem to land these guys. But I think with the Giants, at the end of the day, they are just going to have to draft players they're gonna have to have homegrown players they're gonna have to make trades they're gonna have those are the things that the giants have always had to do they've never really been able to land these big ticket names you know um but i think there's a multitude of factors when it comes to the giants i think it's just because they do have a pretty good farm system you know they got some decent names in there you got guys like kyle harrison you got luciano in there but I don't know. It just feels like the Giants are kind of like in almost in no man's land. Like you don't really quite know what they're going to do. They could have a season like 2021 where they set a franchise record and wins, or they could end up only winning like 75 games. Right. So 
I think taxes have a bit to do with it. I'm just being realistic. Um, it's a big ballpark as well. So I could see pictures being a bit more enamored going there. I, I know I hate to say it, you know, but crime has gone up, you know, over in San Francisco. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of reasons why these players aren't going there. I think it, I think it is mo- a, a few different reasons. I don't think it's ever just one thing. Um, you know, so that's what I think personally. I think, uh, I think it's just the roster is a bit of an unknown taxes crime. I don't know. I I really don't know. I would like to, uh, I think judge, I think it was also judge just wanted to go back to the Yankees. I think he always just wanted to go back to the Yankees. I think he was just always there. Um, you know, I don't know. What can you do? But the Giants, could they land Carlos Correa? It's possible. It's very possible. I mean, they need a... Listen, Brandon Crawford, he's been a fan favorite there, but they need to upgrade. They need to upgrade. Rolo Rumpkin, you do make a good point. You do make a good point. If you're making that much money, you can basically go, you know, build a mansion out in the middle of the woods if you want it or wherever. Well, maybe not the woods because they have forest fires, but um, yeah, you'd be you'd be pretty good either way. I don't know. I'm just kind of just rattling off possible reasons, but um, they need an upgrade here. They need something, but will Correa want to go there? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what to say. The Giants, I just kind of, it's like, it, you kind of just feel bad a little bit because they're a historic franchise. You know, there's a lot going on there, man. Fans love their Giants, you know? I don't know. But it was a little disappointing. I really thought Judge was going to go there. What can you do? But everyone, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get out of here. I'm tired. I'm hungry. I went to the gym earlier. And uh, all I've really had today, I've had like a couple of Rice Krispie treats. I had a protein shake. And then after the gym... I stopped at Wendy's and I and I tried the peppermint frosty. It was pretty good, you know, decent. I like me a frosty here and there. Um, yeah, I'm starving and I, I gotta go eat something. And uh, you know, what else is there to talk about? I mean, I'll check Twitter one more time. I and mean, we are still in the Twitter meet or the the Twitter meetings, the winter meetings. Anything going on? Uh. Large Boris Corporation has departed the winter meetings. Yeah, that's kind of what's going on here, you know? Like, it's the last day of the winter meetings, and uh, people start to file out. That's kind of what ends up happening at these winter meetings, man. Um, Checking here, any last-minute news? We had Joe Jimenez. Okay, everyone's tweeting about that. But yeah, nothing right now. If anything else does come up, I'll hop back on. But uh, I think we might be in the clear. We've had a couple of moves here tonight. You know, it was a fun day. Uh, It's been a fun winter meetings overall. Um, But yeah, everyone, I'm going to get out of here. But if you can on the way out, hit that like button for me. Uh, How many likes are we at at the moment? Uh, We're at 210 likes. Can we get to 250, maybe 300 on the way out? 
Uh, subscribe if you are new to the channel. Hit the bell notification. Share the stream. Don't forget, we are partners with SeatGeek. Use my code HIDE, 20 bucks off. And uh, also use my code GINGER for prize picks, a 100% deposit match. And uh, go check out Manscaped as well. Use my code HIDE. You get 20% off. Everyone, I'm out of here. Thanks for stopping by tonight. Have yourself a good rest of your night. And as always, I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.